Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the next episode of the Chase McAndrew Podcast. I'm your host, Chase McAndrew. And today I'm here to talk about the third installment of the Die Hard franchise. The third, um, the third film I've done in this franchise so far. Die Hard with a Vengeance, or just Die Hard 3, I guess, if you want, if you want to call it that, but it's called Die Hard with a Vengeance. It's from, 19, from 1995, it's directed by John McTiernan, who returned after skipping um, out on on the second one. Uh, he returned in this with this film. And it's really good. I really like this movie. Bruce Willis, once again, stars. It's a really good movie. Um, if you haven't seen it, please do. It's really, really good. Um, this is one of my favorite action movies. This is one of my favorite, one of my favorites of the franchise, obviously. And it's just, it, it's just, it's so cool. It, it's so good. It, it's, it's, it's so much fun. It's very different also from a lot of the other uh from any of the other films in this franchise really it it could because it's not in New York or it's not in in LA it's not in Washington Washington DC it's not in Russia it's not in another place we're in McLean's home base we're in New York we're doing this stuff in New York for this movie and also, it's not set in one location. It's set all around New York City. And that's pretty awesome, in my opinion. So, during the morning commute time on a day in New York, um, uh, a department store is destroyed by a bomb. And the NYPD gets a call from a man named Simon. And the man who takes that call, uh, or, or Inspector Cobb, Walter Cobb, he is told by this man named Simon to basically get McLean, John McLean, to go down to Harlem. I'm not even going to say it because I, I just, I can't. He has to go down to Harlem with a sandwich board sign. Has to have a the sign around him, and on the front of the sign, he he has to he has to have. <laughs> Let's just say this: you've seen the movie, you know what he has to have on. What what, what he has to have written? I would never, ever go down there to Harlem and have that written on a sandwich board. Screw that. No, thank you. No, 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 no. And you get this great introduction to McLean's character. Or I should say reintroduction to McLean's character. He's hungover. He is suspended from the NYPD for now. And he has 
co do this in the in the morning while he's hungover, disheveled, all this stuff. It's such a good scene. And that's where we're introduced to Zeus. He has an electrician shop nearby where McLean is standing. And he's a good Samaritan. He walks out there and basically is like, you see those guys back behind me when they see this? They're going to kill you. And McLean's like, hey, I'm on police business. You know, watch out, sir. And he's like, you're going to be dead in 10 seconds. I would never want to do that, like I said. No, thank you. No, 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 no. So th these these gang members find, um, or, or, or they see McLean. And they're not gang members. They're just guys hanging and hanging out, playing basketball or whatever they are. And one of the guys, like, bounces the basketball off McLean's head. One guy throws a knife on the sign. One guy does, like, like hits McLean. Uh, Zeus finds a revolver on McLean's back in case he gets in trouble. And he gets the revolver, and he's holding it um, to these guys, and they get in a cab, and they drive off, and it's just like, damn! Yeah, I would never want to do that. No, thank you. Um... No, 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 thank you, sir. I'll be just fine. So they go back to the NYPD, and Simon calls again. And that is also when they are met by FBI agents and other government agents. And they identify him as the, 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 they identify the man on the phone as a man named Peter Krieg. He's a colonel in the East German uh, Pe People's Army, and now a mercenary for hire. And then, he, and then they say, no, that's not his real name. His real name is Simon Peter Gruber, the brother of Hans Gruber from the first film. And he wants revenge on McLean. He wants to, one, embarrass him. Embarrass him. He wants to, two do his thing. But he's a bad guy in a diehard film. And by the way, Simon Peter Gruber is played by the almighty Jeremy Irons in this movie. Absolutely one of the best villains in any action film, just like Al Rickman's Hans Gruber in the original Die Hard film, which we will also get to soon. Ten days, actually. This scene where you find out who Simon Peter Gruber is is a very cool scene because McLean's like, oh, this is why this dude is screwing with me. This is why he wants to take me down. So I know what he wants to do to me, but I, but I don't know what he is going to do to me. So this movie is basically a gigantic race to get from one thing to the next for the most part. While the villain of the movie, Simon Peter Gruber, 
is doing his own thing. He is doing his own plan. What he's doing with McLean and the NYPD is all a distraction, basically. To get gold bullion, I believe it's a hundred and what is it, a hundred and forty billion of gold bullion out from the U.S. Federal Reserve Bank of New York. That's a brilliant plan. Um, and yeah, it's just it's a fantastic movie. The action is virtually nonstop. Once it, once it, like the movie is just. Is just one of those movies that you're watching it and you're like, God, this movie is never really stopping. And when it does stop, it's just a slower scene of information. So it's still going technically. And you're like, yeah, let's go. Seriously, uh, Bruce Willis is fantastic once again in this, in this film. Uh, Samuel Jackson. Uh, listen, Sam Jackson. Sammy Jack, Sam L. Jackson, the the GOAT actor, whatever you want to call this guy. He is. He was just in Pulp Fiction the year before this movie came out. Him and Bruce Willis both were. I believe this, I believe this is the first movie this the first movie where they had um scenes together because I know they were in maybe one or two movies before this together. I think they were in another movie together. Um, before this, because they were out, they were in Pulp Fiction, so I, I think they were in one more film together. But then, but then, but they never actually had a scene together, which is interesting. These two have great chemistry. Samuel Jackson is just—I mean, it's Samuel L. Jackson. He's so good in this movie. He is one of the best actors of today. He's one of the best actors of the 90s. He's one of the best actors of actors of the 2000s. The dude is just awesome. I mean, he 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 is just, I mean, fantastic. He has he has this great thing throughout this entire film where he he, he doesn't take crap from anyone it's amazing it, it it it's hysterical jackson is just and he's perfect in this movie it's amazing oh it's so funny he just has some of the best lines of his career in this movie while also being he's not exactly a badass in this movie but he's he he is a He's a knowledgeable guy who who knows what he's doing with electronics and stuff. So he and he's good at math and he's good at other things. And again, Jackson plays him oh so well. So and and, and also another thing before I forget, this movie I don't think John McClane. I don't think John McClane 
actually kills anybody for the first 45 minutes to an hour of this movie. I mean, it's 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 crazy. It's like really, like really, like that's that's crazy. Um. By the way. Many people have made this assumption since Captain America was it Winter Soldier, right? Where he has the fight in the elevator, right? Before Captain America did that, men and again, many people have made they made they made have made this assumption. So this is nothing. This is nothing new. One of the greatest elevator fights ever. It's just so good. He just like. One of the cops, because earlier in the film they're talking about the lottery and how one of the, uh, how one of the cops is talking about how he how he always plays his badge number six nine nine one. That same cop goes down being um being um what's the word I'm looking for here? He's tricked by by Simon to go down into the aqueducts uh where the explosion was uh, from the from the department store and basically has to um and, and the guy gets killed basically and so McLean sees his badge on one of Simon's men and he's like, hey, did anybody see the, the the lottery numbers from last night? Anybody play the lottery? He's holding his gun under his shirt. Shoots a guy. Shoots another guy. Beats beats up another guy. One and one of the guys pulled out his guns. They basically are holding it to each other. McLean grabs the guy's hand as the guy shoots his shoots his pistol. McLean just shoots the guy in the head. Blood comes in. And he's like, yay, die hard violence. Been waiting for it for an hour, but it's still it's still interesting with this thing. This movie does at times though, it does feel like a um what am I it, it does feel like a lethal weapon film at times. It doesn't feel like a dark film at times because it because it is in this open area. But you could say you could say you could say that same thing thing with um die, with uh live for your die hard. But you know what? For me, with both with both these films, or with both those films, it really doesn't. It 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 really doesn't bother me. Um, it's just a thing that I have that 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 I I have to bring up with this film. There is a fun amount of that. There is a good amount of violence in this film. There is no actual shootout. Really, but there is a lot of violence at the near the second in, in the second half more of this movie. Um, there's some really good. Uh, McLean has had a fight with I guess the second in command, uh, Targo. He is a big dude, and McLean and him have a great fight, and McLean has some great lines, and. Yeah, it's really, really, really good. The the thing with this movie is, is that there's not 
I mean, you you could go in depth with the challenges that that um, Simon makes McLean and Zeus go on. But we'd be here for seven hours. So, for me, what I like to do for the rest of this review is just talk about the ending of this movie and why it's the reason why I don't put this movie over the second movie or the first movie. The ending of this movie is good up until the point. It 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 it, it has a a point where it just like really there's a deleted scene or a deleted ending uh a a the original end ending i guess uh they they reshot the ending where McLean where where Simon gets away and he has to and McLean goes to wherever uh Simon is and kills him basically they he does he does he does his own version with uh of uh Simon says and they have to they and he he had he had a rocket launcher or something like that and he turned this rocket launcher until he forces Simon to kill him and it's really good And it's really, really fun. Um, but the actual ending of this film, McLean and and I almost said Simon, McLean and Zeus find a. By the way, I I I I I, I also want to say, I'm not crapping on the challenges that um that McLean and Zeus have to do. They're very good and they're very inter interesting. It would just take too long for me to explain them to you all. So that's what I'm doing with the with the ending. So while the NYPD are, 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 are while they're clearing out the Chester A. Arthur Elementary School, um, they have to. Um, McLean and Zeus are going to find uh, Simon and his crew. So they get on this this tanker vessel, and that's when McLean has to fight with Targo. And for a minute there, you think they've won, until until you realize that the um, the bombs because that that I I I just realized I just realized I never explained this. The whole thing that's going on with this film is is is. Simon's makes McLean and Zeus run around New York so the so bombs don't go off. So so he makes them do all these riddles and things. So they find out that this bomb was never on, or was never at these schools, was never at other places throughout, really, except for one one other time. It was only ever on this um. It, it was it was ever only on this tanker this this tanker vessel, so they have this 
So so McLean goes for uh the bomb and he has Zeus go for Simon. Zeus gets captured cuz he didn't cuz he didn't know how to use use a gun properly and all that. So they get tied up to the bomb and the tanker's going to explode with them on it. And there's this great line throughout this entire film, McLean's like, Does anybody have any have any aspirin for my ha- for my hangover? Simon has a bottle, talks to McLean after he leaves before the before the tanker blows up. McLean frees himself and Carver and they leave. And the bomb detonates and the sinker er, and the tanker sinks. They and then they and then at at a um oh what's it called they're 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 in a a a oh what are those on not oh god what are those things called the um. When you're in a tanker truck and truck and they have all these storage places, there's giant metal storage. Oh God, what are they called? Oh, what are those things called? The giant. Um. Dang it! What are those? I'm gonna. So they're inside one of those giant. Um. Oh God! What are those things called? Like what? Like what the tanker vessels carry? Those giant, um, like the containers, like those metal container things. That's what I'm saying. Those containers. They seem to be in one of those, and they celebrate their victory that they have have all this, all this hundred forty billion of of gold. All that. It's great. And then McLean is gonna call his wife. Um, and he realizes that on the bottom of this aspirin bottle, it came from a truck stop in Canada, in Quebec, Canada. So they're at this truck stop where Simon and all his men are, they've traveled that far. And McLean has goes to confront Simon and his girlfriend and and a couple of his, of his of his other men in in a helicopter. And instead of Simon shooting McLean with his um not Gatling gun, what's the giant, the one that Jesse Ventura had. In um, Predator. Hold on, let me look it up. Let me look it up. Hold on, I'm using my computer for this. This is live, people. Come on, computer.
Sorry, everybody, my computer's being awfully slow today. Um, I'm not cutting any of this out. Because I want to keep it in. What are those things called? Wasn't M60? Is that what he was? Is that what he was using? Or was he using something else? Anyway, it says that he was using an M6 and M60 in the movie. I did not know that. So anyway, he I guess he's using an M60. Uh, that is not the gun that Jesse Ventura had at the end of Predator. That that is the same gun that. Rambo uses um, in the first Rambo to take on all of, all of his men. And it's really, really good. It, it, no, no, I shouldn't say it's good because it's not good. It, it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's a good enough. It just seems rushed. Eh. The ending to this movie, the, 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 Actual e ending, that's the reshot e ending that's in the original film. Or that's in the film is the one where Sybin gets away or about to get away, but. So the real ending or the alternate ending that was originally shot, the one the one at the end of the movie, the, the, the movie with the, the helicopter is. There is the reshot ending. I'm sorry, not the original. The reshot ending. There's a the original ending where McLean makes Simon play his version of Simon Says, called McLean Says, where McLean has all the sights on a rocket launcher um, taken off. So he so Simon won't know which side of the launcher is is which side is of the launcher is coming out of what. So it's like ten minutes long or something like that. But apparently back in the day, people complained that it was too violent, that it was too out of character for John McClane. At this point in the series, John McClane had taken part. Or, or take take taken down three terrorist organizations at this point. It would kind of make sense that he has kind of let the screwed upness of the villains, you know, take precedence over his life to do stuff to a bad guy. Besides, it's not like Simon's a nice guy. He's the villain of this film. So, yeah, the alternate ending, which was the original ending shot, is a fantastic ending. That is the real ending of this movie. That is the best ending of this movie by Freaking far. Again, not saying that that the that that the 
the actual ending is bad in any way. It's just not as good in my opinion. The the alternate and en- ending or the original ending is so much better. It is so so good. It's, it's oh, it's so awesome. Such a good ending. I'm gonna give Die Hard with a Vengeance the same grade I gave. Live Free or Die Hard. I'm going to give it an A-. minus. I just... The ending is what brings it down. And it not technically feeling like a Die Hard film. But it does at the same time. I know it's confusing. But just... I like Die Hard when John McClane's on, on his own. Let's just say that, shall we? One guy going up against a terrorist plot and all that. I, I get it. But you know what? I really like this movie. Obviously, I gave it an A-. minus. I really like this movie. If you've never seen it, go see it. It's really fun. The action's insane. It has a weak ending, but it's still a really good movie. And that's it for Live for Live for Die Hard for Die Hard with a Vengeance. I will talk to you guys later. Bye.